Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Welcome to The Point for April 23rd. I'm Chris Saliza, co-author of The Point, and I'm here to cut through the political spin to bring you the news you need to know. On Thursday night, the announcement came out that Tim Scott had been chosen to deliver the Republican response to President Joe Biden's address to a joint session of Congress next week. And that announcement ensures that the South Carolina senator will get a big moment in the national spotlight, even as his Republican Party continues to wrestle with its future direction and its future leaders. Quote, honored to have this opportunity, tweeted Scott after the news broke, adding, I'm as confident as I've ever been in the promise and potential of America and look forward to sharing my vision for our nation with all of you. Scott, who is the lone black Republican in the Senate, has been viewed as a rising star within his party since he won a House seat in 2010, when he beat the son of the late South Carolina Senator Strom Thurmond in a Republican primary. Three years later, Scott was appointed to the Senate by then-South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley. Since that time, Scott's cut an interesting path in the GOP, particularly in the four years of Donald Trump's presidency. While he's generally been a consistent conservative, he has an 85% lifetime score from the Conservative Heritage Action Group, he's also bucked his party and his president on key issues mostly surrounding race. In the wake of Trump's comments that there were, quote, some very fine people on both sides, end quote, of the white nationalist violence in Charlottesville, Virginia in 2017, Scott blasted the then president, saying this, quote, racism is real. It's alive. What we want to see from our president is clarity and moral authority, and that moral authority is compromised. There's no question about that, end quote. But while Scott hasn't been as reflexively loyal to Trump as many of his Senate and House colleagues, he's remained on the former president's good side. He endorsed Trump's re-election bid and spoke at the Republican National Convention in 2020. And he defended Trump following the January 6, 2021 insurrection at the U.S. Capitol. Quote, the Democrats should put the blame where it stands, where it should be. And it does not have to do with the president who said, go peacefully to protests, Scott said in a Fox News interview in February. That careful balancing act has made Scott something of a rarity in Republican politics these days. Someone liked by the Trump base and liked by the party establishment. And the nation's continued focus on race and policing, punctuated by the protests in the summer of 2020 and this week's guilty verdict of former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin for the murder of George Floyd, has made Scott's voice an essential one for the GOP as it tries to expand its appeal beyond white voters. Scott is in the middle of negotiations over a bipartisan compromise on policing legislation in the wake of Chauvin's conviction. Those talks took a more optimistic turn this week after he proposed that police departments, as opposed to individual police officers, could be sued by victims' families, an issue broadly known as qualified immunity. If Scott could find a way, and it's a big if, but if Scott could find a way to negotiate a bipartisan compromise on such a hot-button issue and show he has the ability to deliver GOP votes for the proposal, it'd be a major feather in his cap. Also this, not for nothing, Scott hails from South Carolina, a critical state in the early presidential primary process. And he's shown he can raise money, ending the first quarter of the year with almost $9 million in the bank. For his part, Scott's long used the same joke when asked about whether he will run for the president. Quote, I'm not even running for president of my homeowners association, end quote. After next Wednesday night, it's going to get a lot harder for him to get away with just that answer. 
Let's get to the point. Republicans looking for the post-Trump future for their party, and not every Republican is looking for it, but many are, would do very well to look closely at Tim Scott. And that is The Point for April 23rd. Thanks for listening. For more updates throughout the week, subscribe to The Point newsletter at cnn.com slash the point. If you like this audio briefing, you can get it every single weekday on your smart speaker or follow us wherever you get your podcasts so that you never miss an episode. Thank you.